Adam. Jens, is that you? Of course. Who else calls you at 8.30 on a Monday night? <laughs> um, I have a few people. You act like you have, you have the only friend I have. <laughs> <clears throat> that's, yeah, that's a question. We can, <laughs> True. We can go All there. Right. Yeah. All right. So how are things going? Yeah. All right. It's been a tough past couple of weeks, but I'm getting through it. How have you been doing? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Weather getting warmer, so feeling better. Ramadan's over. Holiday was on Friday, so no more fasting. So have you just been pigging out like a freaking, you know, just eating everything in sight? Like, what's that look like? What's that? Intake-wise. What's that? You cut off for a second. Oh. Um, I'm wondering, you know, the day after Ramadan's over, you know, no more fasting, you know, what goes on, food, you know, as far as food for you? Is it just right back to where you were 31 days ago? <laughs> or, you know, what's it like for you? Is there a transition or is it, you know, you wake up and it's pig the fuck out? You know, what's the funny about it? Um, <laughs> well, the, the actual holiday. So I woke up early. I, I took both kids to uh, the mosque uh, to pray with me. Uh, so that was, you know, really neat. It was my daughter's first time uh, because last few years, with like COVID restrictions and stuff like that, they don't want to kind of like take her and, and didn't even go myself. But my son had gone, I think, uh, several years back. So that, mm. that was kind of a cool experience. So like Sunday morning, it was kind of like chill, like really slow, obviously, you know, just kind of like getting out of the house as like fast as possible. So even when I came home, it was like not like a, a really big breakfast because we were going to go like we just started like doing all like the the big thing is like going to like family members houses and like, you know, you know acknowledging the holiday and the sacrifices and stuff like that and so honestly mm. this year was by far the first year in in i could probably say my entire life that i didn't go wild and crazy with like food and just like just like open the floodgates i was very conscious on kind of like what well, you know what i ate and how much of i ate yeah because like the holiday itself when you go to people's houses you get a lot of sweets like homemade sweets a lot of sugary stuff you know big goods all that kind of stuff and I was more conscious, you know, this year. Um, and so, like, you know, I, I've been, you know, exercising, too, for the last, like, few days in the morning. So, like, really trying to, like, use, like, Ramadan fasting, like, weight loss as a springboard to, like, a healthy lifestyle in, in general. So, uh, trying to Ooh, be not ex- with that. But Ooh, not, for- exercise. Mm, not exercise. Not <laughs> exercise. <laughs> For, for first year in, in in my you know in my years of, of doing this honestly I, I I've taken a, a, a different kind of approach usually you know the floodgates are open and I'm just going wild on, until I'm like <laughs> sick of myself and sick of my behavior <laughs> and, and then I'll <laughs> cut it out but uh, mm. yeah gotcha. yeah cool. do a lot of thanks for sharing thanks kids. for sharing all that. Appreciate that. Yeah, my wife and uh, you know her sister, you know, uh, last few years have been doing like big things with you know you know gift exchanges, getting the kids really excited about like Ramadan, like le- like te- yeah. learning, yeah, you know, teaching them about 
you know, the holiday and our religion and all that kind of stuff. And like more mm-hmm. people have gotten involved in that whole process. So, uh, you know, it makes for, you know, a fun atmosphere. Nice. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for sharing all that. Appreciate yeah, it. No, thanks. 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 Yes. For, uh, thanks for asking. Um, we should acknowledge to our audience, right? We're, we're kind of delayed a week or so uh, from our, our weekly podcast. Um, we did have a technical issue uh, last week. We did record an episode. Unfortunately, you know, yeah, it wasn't up to our, our classy standards of, of podcasting. Uh, so we had to scrap it and, you know, just delay the process. So hopefully the audience can, you know, jump right back on board and, you know, um, you know, pay, you know, pay mind to us and hopefully enjoy, you know, uh, you know, this conversation, which you and I have been talking about just about the uses of medication, you know, while in treatment or the need of medication to kind of treat either mental health or, and, or, you know, substance use issues. So, right. So Bavros, so Bavros, um, yeah, yeah, I, I'm, you know, I want to apologize too, you know, throw in my, my two cents about the last episode, and I was pretty upset that we weren't able to publish it because of the, the horrible quality of the audio, um, but <laughs> say that I had some, um, through social media concern because. You know, we they noticed that we missed a week, and they were they were concerned for my well being actually, which is, huh? which is you know pretty um, like, I really appreciate. You're cutting out again, Adam. Hello. Yeah, you're back on. Yeah. I, I don't understand why I have all my bars on, on the phone, but um. Where we missed the last episode, I'll say that I had people from social through social media reach out to me to see if I was okay, like concerned for like my well being. And um, I just want to say that I appreciated that people reaching out to see how I was doing. So I just want to thank thank our listeners for that. Yeah. Appreciate that. I think to, to shed some light into that, right, is that. <laughs> in typical kind of like active addiction behavior is kind of like ghosting everybody. Right. You know, you know, no communication, just kind of like almost like falling off of the face of the earth. And usually that kind of signals a relapse or something of that nature. Uh, So like, you know, people's, you know, red flags, you know, get raised. And so, you know, if anyone in the audience or people who are listening at home, you know, have, you know, someone that they're concerned about, you know, mental health or, or substance use, and they kind of like are gone, you know, we definitely hear you that, you know, that can kind of really, uh, you know, increase someone's anxiety and, and stress over, you know, uh, you know, their loved one uh, like that. And so, yeah, you know, just do your part, reach out, you know, ask what's mm-hmm. going on. And, you know, obviously, you know, you, you reply to a bunch of people, um, you know, that enjoy the podcast and stuff like that. And so, before we get to the topic so you know folks you know we're on apple podcast we're on amazon music podcast you know we're on spotify the addict and the counselor uh is the podcast name you know we do each 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 week generally with a a special topic and you can also email us at the addict and the counselor at gmail all one word the addict and the counselor at gmail so email us let us know if there's something that you want to hear from us any subject matter that we should cover 
uh, or we need to cover and you know, we will do our best to kind of fit it into uh, you know these episodes but you know, this episode we were to kind of dedicated into like the use of medications the controversy over medications the denial mm-hmm. of medications and so you know you wanted to share a little bit about you know um, you know your experience and kind of like you know what's been going on for you you're back uh- yeah, I don't know what's going on. It's so weird. I, I have full connection. Like, and for some reason, I think it's your end. Oh, probably not. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's yours. I don't think it's Pretty me. sure it's on your end. I'm not ruffling on my phone, right? It's stationary. I have full internet connection. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, I got yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's the let's not point fingers. Okay, it's not nice. <laughs> Let me move things around here. See if I can. I mean, I, my connection seems you know perfect. So I don't know. Huh. Okay. Well, let, let's let's get into the conversation and hopefully you know, <clears throat> get through without any glitches. Yeah. So. um so yeah, so yeah, um, so I so I initiated you know a conversation with you, um, you know off, um, off podcast about you know so I was you know as the the listeners know I think if they've been listening right along I was in in you know psychiatric hospital about three weeks ago. And I was um, put on a medi- an antidepressant right away. And I, you know, I've been like medication resistant for quite a while because I don't like, you know, the side effects that usually come from them. And I was put on this medication, Wellbutrin. You there, Barbaros? I got gotcha. you. All right. Just checking in, you know, so check out here. Uh <laughs> And, um, so I started at the lowest dose in the hospital, then like within two days, they increased me to the next dosage level, which I believe is 350. And I've been on this medication for since, you know, for probably about a total of like a little bit more than two weeks, I'd say two weeks, Mm -hmm. closer to three weeks. And I went through this period last Saturday morning where I felt so depressed and mm. Saturday through Wednesday, like deep dive into depression, almost like similar, similar to what I was experiencing prior to hot, right prior to hospitalization. Mm. Um, but I, I did a few things that I was able to like, kind of, you know, eventually get out of it in the past, since I would say Thursday, I started feeling a little better Friday, a little better. And I'm I'm doing okay. I'm not. I don't feel great. And so, like, it poses like the question for me. You know, how long do I wait for a med? Is it the med? Is a medication worsening my symptoms? Mm-hmm. You know, these are things that I'm thinking, right? And um, so, you know, the you know one of the things that I did to help. Um, to get out of the depression a little bit was to bump up my appointment with my psychiatrist, the, the prescriber. Yeah. Yeah, Great. Um, 
Right. So I bumped up that appointment. Another thing I did was I reached out to my trauma therapist and had like a mini over the phone check-in session with her, you know, off the cuff. Right. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like a planned session. It was me seeing if she had a few minutes just to check in. And so I did that. Um, I reached out to a few of my close friends, um, check in with them. Um, so be, those are some things that I did to, you know, to that eventually got me out of the, you know, how, you know, the deep that I was failing at the time. Um, yeah, breaking that cycle. Right. That's great. So, you know, I guess like it's frustrating, it's frustrating to like, to, be on you know a med and like not know you know what the heck the deal is is this normal early recovery stuff is the medication just you know what am i not giving the medication you know good enough amount like an amount of time to work you know all these questions come up right yeah um and so like when i when i um my appointment with my psychiatrist, you know, by the time I got to the appointment on Friday, I was feeling a little bit better. So mm. I'm not going to jump off the medication if I'm starting to come out of the depression a little bit, you know. Okay. Um, but I, but my psychiatrist said, too, I haven't been on the med for a long, you know, I haven't really been on the med for a, you know, a good amount of time in like antidepressant world, you know, it's been almost three weeks. Yeah. Um, a lot of the antidepressants take up to six weeks to really full, you know, get full of mm-hmm. effective effectiveness. Right. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It's just like, I, I just hate being in such a, such a funk, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, it's isolating for me, you know, I, I don't want to, you know, if I come home from, like today I came home from work and I'm laying, I'm, I go straight to the, to my bed and I'm just laying on my bed, not wanting to really do much, you know? Mm. Um, so it's very isolating for me. I, you know, because I know where I'm at and I am feeling like a smidge better. I was able to get to a, you know, to an AA meeting with a friend and I, you know, yeah. But, yeah. Um, do you feel like, you know, with the kind of the medications going kind of up and down or like having that experience, like, you know, you feel like you're in a kind of a, a clinical trial, like a guinea pig, you know, being poked and prodded? Yeah, I mean, that's one of my that's why I was, you know, so, you know, what they identified me as medication resistant for the past some years now, mm. because I hate being the guinea pig, you know, and this is what it is. Which, yeah, you lost me yeah. for a minute. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, this is one of the reasons why. Yeah. Phone check. Yeah. 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 Stop, stop moving around. Hello. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of background noise, though. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Um, hey, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. All right. Reconnected. Okay. All right. Thanks. So that's one of the so that's one of the reasons, you know, I was identified as medication resistant for the past few years. Was hello, 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 hello. Hey, hello. hey. Oh. What's going on? Are you connected? 
Yeah, tough connection. It keeps going in and out. I mean, this is the best, you know, Are the you, buy. Is the internet dropping? What's going on? I don't, I, I guess the internet's dropping, but I mean, my bars are, are full. So I don't understand why this would, why, why it would happen. Your internet bars are dropping or? No, no, they're not at all. Oh. Yeah. Are, are you getting phone calls in? Hmm? Are you getting phone calls or texts in? No, <laughs> no, nothing. Nothing's disturbing? Yeah, nothing, no, nothing's coming through. That's why it's odd, you know, nothing should be interrupting it. So. Mm. Mm. All right. All right, let's, let, me try, uh, let me try it again. Let me try yeah, it. Let's, yeah, let's resume. Yeah. So I started to say for like the fourth time um, is that, you know, you know, identified as, you know, being medication resistant for the past some years because, you know, I didn't like being a guinea pig and trying a new, you know, trying a medication that, you know. Yeah. 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 Did you get any of what I was saying just now or no, not really? Zero. Zero. Completely dropped for like 20. Yeah, yeah. Are yeah. you? Do you have your phone in your hand? No, it's on. It's on a table. It's laying out on a table. What's all the background noise on top of everything? Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm in an office in a sober house where 24 other guys live, so there's a chance that people are walking by me a lot. I don't know, like outside the office. No, no, it's in the office. You're like shuffling around your seat. All right, maybe it's my windbreaker jacket. I mean, are you serious? <laughs> you you're wearing the the most annoying piece of clothing on the planet while recording an audio. <laughs> uh, can I talk I to your that's the issue one while dropping? Would you stop? That's not the issue. I mean, sure, it's impacting it, I guess, but <laughs> the person who is so obsessive over sound quality is wearing a windbreaker. Um. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let, 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 let's start from there again. All right. You ready? Yeah. All right. So take five on, um, so that's one of the reasons why I, I was identified as, um, you know, medication resistant because I, you know, for the past few years, I wouldn't, I didn't want to, you know, be a guinea pig. And then there's a good chance that at the end of six weeks, it wasn't work, you know, wouldn't. And then sure. I would try another, you know, have to try another med. Yeah. Um, I don't like, you know, I don't like having to go through this. Such a process. Yeah. And I'll jump in for a second. Even the use of the terminology, right, is that you, know, you as a kind of client in the picture, you know, uh, not adhering to, you know, their recommendation, right, makes it kind of seem, again, this, this idea that you're non-compliant, but you're the one being impacted by the medication, right? Let, let it be uh, psychologically and or physically so like this, this notion that you know treatment you know programs providers whatever can like identify someone as like medication resistant really takes mm -hmm. the power away from the individual and right. it's, it's funny because 
you know, when I do therapy with folks, you know, one of my intake questions would be, you know, are you interested in medication? And just kind of asking the question generally, because if someone does want it, right, I have to find a provider and, you know, link up with them, make a referral. Um, so, and then they'll say like, oh no, like I, I don't want medication. Like I only want like talk therapy. And I said, okay, like, you know, we'll definitely go there. And I, and I'll explicitly say, uh, you know, to new clients and reoccurring clients that I'm not pro-medication, but I'm also not anti-medication either. Just to let the person know that, like, if I clinically feel like, you know, we've exhausted all therapeutic interventions, that we, we should consider, you know, medication as, as another alternative in conjunction with the medication, uh, in conjunction with the therapy to see if, if, if that can really kind of help us. Uh, and I've, I, I've seen some honest, you know, miraculous changes in people's behavior um and you know uh their mental stability you know with the use of medication but it is a long road you know as you mentioned and very very frustrating for somebody um and i and i think you know folks who are listening there who might be in, in your shoes or someone who's in therapy and the therapist is like pushing medication uh, yeah. you know it, it, it's a it's a it's a serious thing but as you and I kind of know, and the terminology that you use, like mostly in the kind of the addiction world, that's like medication-assisted treatment. That terminology should be used the same thing as you know for you know psychiatric you know disorders also, right? Depression, anxiety, trauma. That medication alone is not going to help anything. What it tends to do, if prescribed appropriately, the medication and the dosage, is that it alleviates some symptoms. So the person can live a life that is uh, worth living, right? Um, it takes the edge off of the intense, you know, depression or anxiety, so the person can like function, get up out of bed, uh, put one foot in front of the other. Yeah, you're breaking up. You know, there. Yeah. Yeah. What, what? What did you not hear? No, you weren't there. You, you, I, I wasn't hearing you. Sorry. So what? What part? Um, I don't know the last twenty seconds probably or ten seconds. Mm. Okay. Um. So you know what I was saying about you know the, the, the medication. Hello. I got you. Hello. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Um. No, what I was saying about the you know the, the you know the the medications is that um. You know, it, it, you know, it takes a while, you know, to kind of, you know, alleviate, you know, some symptoms that doesn't get rid of everything. It doesn't get rid of any symptoms either. It kind of like decreases the, the noise a little bit that a person can be functioning, uh, kind of get up out of bed, shower, put one foot in front of the other. You know, the core of the depression, anxiety or whatever the mental health issue is, it's not going to it's not going to really touch that piece of it. And so people, I think also get frustrated, you know, with it all because, you know, they don't feel fantastic, right? They're not smiling and skipping down the street. And mm. um, I think people have some false expectations on what it can uh, and cannot do. And right. you know, it's really encouraging audience members, you know, if you've considered medication, you know, find a provider who listens, uh, find a provider who generally will probably start with low dosages, even kind of like sub-therapeutic uh, dosages and then yeah. help kind of work with you to kind of finding a proper dosage that kind of like works uh, for you. Um, it, it is amazing to see people's, you know, 
affect mood change um what when you know it all works uh well together yeah yeah hmm. i think i i mean i think that um you know i'm pro i'm gonna continue to take the medication as prescribed and you know continue with therapy and go into my support group meetings and stuff and just for a while a bit longer you know yeah. with the med yeah I, I think another question for you and, and you know what i generally ask you know my clients in therapy is that you know as you mentioned like you started feeling symptoms about like a, a week or so ago um really like you know with them with the medication like a heavy depression um like is is the month of april significant for you for any given reason yeah um can you hear me all right yeah you're 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 here yeah you're breaking up but i heard what what you said what you asked me um yeah i mean i would say i mean april this is a this is a second um and this is tough to to share about, but this is you know, this is the second um, little league season that I haven't been there, you know, with my my kids, you know, because of addiction. Mm. Um, so little league is just starting up, you know, this month, and um, yeah, it's been April's typically, you know, if I'm if I'm not, um, you know, with my kids time because of addiction it, it is a tough you know it's a tough time you know mm. any other significance yeah. of the month of april for you any anniversaries or yeah i mean i have i have a birthday in april ah, happy birthday i'm still younger than you you know that <laughs> um shots fired <laughs> Going on in April for sure. So. All right. Well, what do yeah, you think so, about also? Like no, I will say, I will say too. Like, you know, the little league stuff is tough to get away from because, like, if you're outside, like, you walk by a park, there's kids playing mm -hmm. all the time. You know, so it's just mm -hmm. tough to escape. That. So for you, I mean, there's just a, a, a visual reminder of you know where your addiction has kind of taken you. Say that again. You know, you know, again, like you said, like the the, the little league fields, baseball fields, is a reminder for you, like a constant reminder of where your addiction yeah. has taken you. Are you there? Like yeah, yeah. You were breaking up quite a bit, but I I know what you like. I get what you were saying. You know, it's a reminder for me. Fields is a reminder for me of where addiction has brought me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I think we not, should. Not I a think positive should, reminder. I, I think we should try. I think we should try to wrap up in a few. Minutes. The, the connection is just so poor, and I I need to figure out. We need to figure out how to fix this because these episodes are great, but if our listeners can't hear, you know, with clarity, then it's you know, it sucks. So. Yeah, I agree. I agree. We'll have to resolve this problem. Yeah. Yeah.
lots of background noise. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Did you get what I was saying? Did you catch that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 The quality. Yeah. yeah. But to wrap up and we'll figure something out. I mean, I, I'm going to have to do it at another home, you know, at someone else's place. Uh, if if my place is the issue, you know. Um, do you want to scrap this episode again? No, I mean, I think we should take a look at, you know, we should listen to it and see how bad it is, you know, and what, what got out there. You may be able to, you know, to edit, you know, where it just went out, you know. <laughs> You want to get to five five controversies? On on to segment number two. Close close the episode strong. Yeah, let's do it. All right, all right, all right. So we got uh, at the end of each uh, podcast, we we do what we call is uh, five controversies. Generally picking two, uh, generally discussing two opposing uh, objects or things, and then having us kind of like talk about them a little bit. So. Uh, the first one on the list is sneakers versus shoes. What is it? Sneakers versus shoes? Sneakers versus shoes. You come up with the dumbest ones, you know? I mean, <laughs> if I'm work, then shoes. If I'm anywhere but work, sneakers. But if you had your choice, regardless of what environment you're in. Okay, if I had my choice, all right, then it would it would be sneakers. All right, there we go. See, you know, so some people prefer <laughs> shoes. Some people, you know, like the stylish, you know. Yeah, but whatever. In this day and age, you can get sneakers that are really styling, and they're you know they're just more comfortable usually. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, there's a, a lot of shoe companies now are, are you know have like the, you know the rubbery soles, you know, look like sneakers. But you know, definitely, yeah. if I if I had my way, it'd be uh, sneaks. All the way, all the way. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, controversy number two for tonight: soft serve versus hard ice cream. What is it? Soft serve versus hard yeah. ice cream. Yep, hard ice cream. Mm. Of course, you would. Yeah. Of course, the hard would. ice cream. You know, you, you just let it sit for a few minutes, and it turns into soft ice cream. You know. That's not what soft serve is. Do you hear what I said? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, <laughs> it's not. Soft serve. Soft isn't going to go hard, you know? <laughs> hard hard will go soft. <laughs> <laughs> There's uh, some innuendos here that uh, people might be picking up. Um, <laughs> no, first of all, soft ice cream, if you put it in the freezer, it gets hard. So, your theory is debunked right away. I mm. I prefer soft serve over hard ice cream. Anything that is hard ice cream, you can put it into soft serve. Oreo mm. cookies crumbled up. You can put it in soft serve. You know, now there's wild and crazy soft serve uh, flavors. Uh, some places at the Jersey Shore, uh, they have peanut butter uh, soft serve. So soft serve I prefer chocolate saucer with uh, chocolate jimmies uh, combination. Hmm. Great. Any, anytime, any, any place. Hmm. Um, 
Take this, yeah. All right, so third one. M&M's versus Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Um, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. I think the majority of people would probably say Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Um, I feel the same way. About, there's something about the peanut butter with the with the chocolate. You know, there's just something about it. And I will say that um, the holiday peanut butter cups, they, they convince that there's different peanut butter in those <laughs> ones. And it, it, the peanut butter is even better in the holiday ones. You know, like the Christmas trees and, you know, the Easter egg ones. And, you know, it's just different. It's better peanut butter. Not saying the other peanut butter on the non-holiday ones aren't good, but the holiday one about it. Mm. Mm. I'm not sure they're investing all that money into different peanut butter into the holiday one. But I like I like the original. I, I'm a classic kind of guy. Give me mm. the original, right? It has a hard chocolate around the edges, but the, the middle is nice and soft. The chocolate and peanut butter. I mean, chocolate and peanut butter combination is perfect. It's perfect. Mm. Yeah, Reese's peanut butter, peanut butter Cup, folks. You're doing a great job. Keep it up. And if you want to send us some uh, free... Peanut butter cups, we will absolutely uh, take them. Yeah, for sure. Um, so fourth one, fourth one here. Uh, pizza versus pasta. Yeah, I'd go pizza. Mm. I mean, I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a pizza guy. Give me a slice of pizza. Slice. Pizza, slice, talk about a box. <laughs> give me give me eight slices of your best cheese pizza. <laughs> I do like I know this isn't even doesn't matter really, but I, I like chicken on my pizza. Just, just Any kind thing. of chicken? Um preferably fried chicken. Um but I will take grilled chicken as well. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I I say uh, pizza over pasta too. Uh Pizza, pizza all, all the way. I mean, pizza you can jazz up a, a lot, right? And there's even some pizzas I've seen that has like big ziti on top of the pizza, which I've never tried. Seems a little yeah. overkill with the uh, carbohydrates, but <laughs> um, you know, pizza, like pizza is one of those just again classics, just go to yeah. consistent. Yeah, you know, a a plain cheese can kind of go a long way. Yeah. Yeah. Really hit hit the spot. Hit the spot. Yeah. Um, so all right. So last one for this episode. Uh Thai food versus Chinese food. Give me a poo-poo platter to my head, baby. Give me <laughs> a poo-poo to the head. Bring me to Loons. Give me bring me to Kyle Loons so I can pick out on a poo-poo platter for two. Uh, route and, I'll one. Be, and I'll just be me eating it, and it'll be a side order of pork fried rice, an extra order of the fried shrimp, an extra order of the gooners, the crab ragoon, um, and maybe some saugus wings, too. They're famous saugus wings. Give it to me. Out on it, you know, and the environment is, is great as well. I'm paying mostly for the environment, but the but the food is your classic Chinese, you know, food. Is Kowloon still up, up and running? 
Yeah, it's still up and running. They, I guess, rumor has it they're going to be just be shutting down like some seating, but they're going to stay. They're going to be open for for years. The, uh, the, the comedy show uh, upstairs. Yeah, they still have the comedy show. Yeah, you want to go to one with me? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yep. me and you, just me and you. I, I I've been there for uh, a comedy show many years back. Yep. When. <laughs> Whenever we us two go, whenever us two go somewhere like where it's just us two, reason people seem to think that we're we're gay and we're not, but that's just something that's happened to. Us. I don't know if you remember. What? Remember yeah. at the Halloween thing? I feel like that was a thing at the, at the, at the haunted that. house. Who said that? <laughs> no. The people, the people that were like making look, like giving us looks, and you were, you were like commenting to me, you know, about it. That's what I remember. Just, just two dudes in line with a well, bunch of ten-year-olds. Listen, it was because <laughs> it was because the car, you know, the, you know, the, um, you know, the goblins and the ghosts were coming up to us in line trying to scare us, and every time they came close, you kept on like jumping towards me, like into my arms because you were so scared. False. <laughs> Folks, these are false accusations. Oh my god. By Adam. By Adam. But mind you, it was his idea, not mine, to go to a haunted house. Not me. It was all you. You're the problem. Um, so yeah, so that's the five controversies uh, for this episode. Uh, hopefully, you know, the episode uh, is is good enough quality <laughs> um, to to uh, publish and to post. I hope folks enjoy it. Um, again, please follow us or listen to us on all three platforms. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music uh, Podcast, and email us if with anything. Um, the Addict and the Counselor at gmail.com. The Addict and the Counselor at gmail.com. Thank you all for listening. Uh, thank you all for being a part of um, our stories and our lives. All right. I'll talk to you later, Dent. All right. Yeah. We'll be in touch. Yeah. Have a good night. All right. Keep at it. Yeah, me too. Bye.